Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for being here. As we wrap up another week, we finish learning about John the Baptist from Michael Smith, and Greg Patton will be living in today's world. The summer months are here. Children are out of school, families going out of town on vacation, and it is hot. As the temperature goes up, the giving here goes down. Watchman on the Wall is listener-funded. We rely on you to be able to stay on the air. During the summer months, giving slows. Would you please consider giving a one-time gift to help us get through July? You can give securely online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. You can also give by calling 1-800-652-1144. Thank you. Thank you for your prayers and support of your Watchman on the Wall broadcast. We are so excited to announce that this daily program is now available as a podcast. You can now listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you make sense of the world around you as a podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Watchman on the Wall on your favorite podcast platform. Watchman on the Wall Daily Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, and TuneIn. Watchman on the Wall Daily Podcast, another way that we are reaching the world and proclaiming that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Staff Evangelist James Collins is here to continue his conversation with Michael Samuel Smith about John the Baptist and Michael's new DVD, John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus. Almost everyone, believer and non-believer alike, has heard of John the Baptist. He is one of the most significant and well-known figures in the Word of God. While John was known as the Baptist, he was in fact a prophet as foretold by the prophet Malachi some 400 years earlier. John's coming was foretold over 700 years previously by another prophet. In Isaiah 43, the prophet Isaiah wrote of John the Baptist, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. This prophecy tells us that John would have the awesome ministry of being the forerunner of the Messiah. On today's Watchman on the Wall program, I'm blessed to be joined once again by prophecy researcher and Bible teacher Michael Samuel Smith. Brother Mike is a sacred agent whose mission is to explore the 66 books of the Bible. Over the years, he has released some outstanding teaching videos such as The Mystery of the Red Heifer, The Next Rapture, Crossing Jordan to Reach Jericho, The Samson Paradox, and Joseph in Egypt, all of which are available in our resource center at swrc.com. Tremendous teaching DVDs that Mike has put out in the past, and also you'll be blessed by his brand new teaching DVD called John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus. Mike is here with me today to talk about it. Brother Mike, thanks again for being on the program today. Well, thanks for having me again, Dr. Collins. It's always a pleasure being associated with such a Bible-based ministry. Amen. Who was John the Baptist, and what was the purpose of his ministry? 
Well, as you mentioned uh, moments ago in Isaiah chapter 40, and I'm focusing on verse 3, introduces the prophecy of John about 700 years before he was born. Also, we know he was the son of Elizabeth and Zacharias. And Luke chapter 3, verses 3 through 6, also points out that John was prophesied to preach repentance for the remission of sins, and part of his mission is to introduce Jesus the Messiah. Well, on yesterday's program, we briefly mentioned that John had a one-word sermon. It was repent. Now, if you were baptized by John, you were to admit your sin and repent of it. This was a great way to be prepared for the Savior's coming. But his message wasn't popular with everyone. In fact, he aggravated Herod. Tell me about Herod Antipas. We are all familiar with Herod the Great the evil Herod who tried to take out the baby Jesus by having all the male babies two years and under murdered in Bethlehem sometime between when Jesus was between one and two years old. Now this Herod Antipas was actually Herod the Great's second son and he ruled from 4 BC until Antipas was banished in the year 39 AD. It's important to know the name Herod is a title. It's not a personal first or last name. In our DVD, I took the time to read Luke chapter 3, verses 1, 2, and 3. As boring as those three scriptures may seem to some, the Holy Spirit put them in the script to identify one Roman emperor, three tetrarchs, and two Jewish high priests that were at the helmet at that snapshot of time. During my lifetime, we learned all of these men really existed, and history has now proven that. Again, it proves the accuracy of God's word. Archaeology and history always proves God's word. And speaking of archaeology, you have some great footage in this DVD of Herod's palace. And it's not the one in Israel. Give us some background on Herod's palace. One of the reasons I wanted to do this story was because I knew for years that Herod's palace was about 18 miles away from Jerusalem at Machaerus. This fortress sits about 3,800 feet above sea level on a flat-top mountain. It actually is in what is now the country of Jordan. The historian Josephus stated that John the Baptist was executed at Machaerus, which is serious proof this was really the place. I wanted to show actual photos of this fortress, so we have pictures in our DVD. Originally, Herod's father, Herod the Great, had this palace built. You can still see the stone dance floor where Salome danced before Herod. The stone foundation of Herod's throne is still visible as well as John's prison cell, which goes down below ground level. We have a photo of that too. Well, how is it that John the Baptist was put in prison, and how long was he there before being executed by Herod? Well, to connect the dots in an easy-to-understand way, John was put in prison about one year after baptizing Jesus. He spent about a year in that prison before he was executed. I have to give great credit to Dr. David Jeremiah, who came to that conclusion after much research on that subject. He was there because, again, he aggravated Herod because he, he called him out for marrying his brother's wife. 
he was beheaded there, executed there. If you're just joining us, my guest in the studio is prophecy researcher and Bible teacher Michael Samuel Smith. We're talking about his new teaching DVD, John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus, which is available by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you could order a copy at swrc.com. Brother Mike, you don't cut any slack to Herod Antipas in the DVD, but you do say that he was sorry for having John executed. In fact, you say Herod heard him gladly. What did you mean by that? Another reason I was so excited about doing this video was I wanted to show Herod's relationship with John. It's not the kind of relationship you would expect. We know John was put in prison because he confronted Herod and his new wife Herodias about Herod stealing Herodias, who was married to Herod's brother Philip. John accused them of living in adultery. By the way, it appears Herodias didn't mind being taken away from Philip. It was a big step up for Herodias being the king's new wife, but Herod had John put in prison actually to preserve his life because Herodias had total hatred for John and wanted him dead. In fact, the Bible says in Mark chapter 6, verse 20, that Herod feared John. You would have thought it was the other way around. But Herod feared his wife Herodias even more. And Herod kept John in prison so Herodias couldn't kill him. Mark chapter 6, verse 20 clearly tells us that Herod felt John was a just and and holy man and that Herod did many things and heard him gladly. So Herod had a respectful relationship with John. It appears he allowed John before him at times to hear what the man of God had to say. It was like having his own Billy Graham at his disposal. I wonder how many people knew that about the John the Baptist story. Hmm. Another mystery about the John the Baptist story is the fact that many Bible scholars and teachers have a difficult time trying to explain that while John was in prison, he asked the question about Jesus, is this the one we've been waiting for? On the surface, it appears from that question that John had second thoughts about Jesus being the Messiah. Can you explain that? Well, now that we've connected some kind of timeline here, you know when John baptized Jesus, he was put into prison about a year later, never to see Jesus again. So when John goes to prison, incarcerated in a dungeon, Jesus still has about two and a half more years of ministry performing healings and miracles, and John is not around to observe these things. This was why John wondered about these things. It does appear later for reasons we do not fully understand. But somehow Jesus does get word back to John about his accomplishments. My personal opinion is John did realize in the end, before he died, that Jesus truly was the one that we've been waiting for. I think a great lesson in that is that we as Christians sometimes have doubts. And Jesus said about John, he was the greatest man that ever lived. And here was a man who had some doubts. So I think God's grace is wonderful in that, that the Bible teaches us that. Now, in this DVD, Brother Mike, you show some interesting parallels between John the Baptist and Billy the Baptist. In fact, you research the entire life of Billy the Baptist, and you speak a great deal about it in the DVD. Who was Billy the Baptist? 
Billy Graham was born on the 7th of November, 1918, in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was of Scottish and Irish descent and was the oldest of four children born to Morrow and William Graham, Sr. His father was a dairy farmer, so Billy was raised on a dairy farm with his two sisters, Catherine and Jean, and a younger brother named Melvin. Aside from all his religious accomplishments, Billy and his wife received the Congressional Gold Medal of Honor in 1996. This is the highest civilian award bestowed by the United States government. And in 2001, he was made an honorary knight commander of the Order of the British Empire. Uh, Billy Graham passed away on February 21, 2018. Well, you make a claim in this DVD that there is a parallel between John the Baptist and Billy Graham. And you spent quite a bit of time talking about Billy Graham in the DVD. And for most of us, we've never heard anything like that at all. So can you take a moment and tell us about those parallels? Well, I know that sounds a little over the top, Brother Collins, but when you study the life and times of Billy Graham and then you compare him and John the Baptist, there are many similarities. I believe we can actually say both men are the greatest evangelist ever in human history. For those who see our DVD, I think you will see what we mean by that. It was John the Baptist who preceded the coming Messiah about 2,000 years ago. And it's Billy the Baptist who will precede the rapture of the church. Both men were truly anointed in a very mighty way. Both preached repentance and salvation. Well, at the end of the DVD, you explain water baptism today. Can you explain what water baptism is and why you think it's still important, still relevant today? As evangelical Bible-believing Christians, when we study water baptism, we believe one is to be completely immersed under the water. Not only is this following the example set by Christ, but we are demonstrating before God and man that we are acting out a type and shadow funeral And it's actually our funeral that we're bearing the sinful life that we lived, and we now are a new creature in Christ as we come up out of the water, as alluded to in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Why is baptism so important? Well, it's important because we are publicly demonstrating that we now have a changed life. Being baptized was not only a sign of repentance, it's also a testimony of the expectation of the coming kingdom of God. There are also vertical and horizontal aspects to baptism, vertical in the sense that our relationship to Christ is now that we are committed to serving him, and horizontal in the sense that at the local church level, we are identifying ourselves to groups beliefs, and lifestyles as we join others in sharing our struggles as they share theirs with us. That's the whole counsel of God concept about water baptism and its meaning today. Well, yes, baptism is a very important act of obedience, but before you're baptized, you must turn to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. So if there's someone listening today and you don't know Christ as your Savior, we pray that you will seek the Lord and that you will give your life 
to Jesus Christ today. We've been talking with Brother Michael Samuel Smith about his incredible teaching DVD, John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus. Brother Mike, you're going to be at our virtual prophecy conference coming up on July the 30th. And I know that while you were here, you were getting some of those programs situated. Can you just take a minute or so and tell us a little bit about what you're going to be speaking on at that virtual prophecy conference? I want to focus on the title of our two programs. So there'll be two live stream programs. Both of them are titled, Why We Believe That Jesus the Messiah Is Going to Come Back This Generation. It's really about that. Uh, We'll be explaining what the third day means. We'll be talking about two-day concepts as well. As an example, it talks about two days in the Bible. And you know, Second Peter 3 and 8 says that a day unto the Lord is like a thousand years, thousand years into a day. I'm kind of paraphrasing that. But sometimes as we read things in the Bible, there's clues in there, and God is sharing timelines with us. So I think that as people watch those live stream programs, and I highly recommend that you watch that because we'll be talking about many things many of you have never, ever heard before. You can share them with your friends, and of course, pastors can talk about that, and people can have dialogue about that as well as they talk with other people about some of these type and shadow prophecy stories that we see in the Bible. Well, Brother Michael Samuel Smith will be part of our virtual prophecy conference on July 30th. Billy Crone will also be a part of that conference, as well as Bill Federer and Larry Spargimino, many others. If you'd like more information on that conference or if you'd like to register, you can do so by calling 1-800-652-1144 or go to the website swrc.com. You can also get Brother Mike's incredible DVD. All of his DVDs are available at our website, swrc.com, or also by calling our toll-free number, 1-800-652-1144. We've been talking today on the program with Michael Samuel Smith about his DVD, John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus. Brother Mike, thank you so much once again for being on the program today. Well, thank you, Dr. Collins. Always a great honor and joy to be with you. I'm praying that God's going to bless this ministry in a mighty way. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Get your copy of the complete conversation on John the Baptist with Michael Smith by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. If you are a new listener to the program, be sure and request our new listener pack. In it will be a bunch of goodies, including a welcome letter from our president, a look at the history of the ministry, the latest issue of the Prophetic Observer, and a free gift. The new listener pack is free of charge, and it's our way of saying welcome to the Watchman on the Wall family. Get your new listener pack by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Ministry friend Larry Stamm helps us look through the Jewish lens to learn more about Jesus. He does this with the Messianic Minute. Shalom, friends. Larry Stamm here with a Messianic Minute, Biblical Connections Through a Jewish Lens. In Acts chapter 2, the church was born at Pentecost. After the apostle Peter preaches the gospel to the crowd gathered in Jerusalem, a harvest of souls is brought into the kingdom of God. As verses 40 and 41 declare, 
And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Pentecost, also known as the Jewish Feast of Shavuot, marked the wheat harvest in the land of Israel. Thank the Lord for both the physical and spiritual harvest manifested by God's blessing, by God's power, and by God's provision. For more connections, visit our website at LarryStam.org or see our Larry Stam Ministries Facebook page. The latest issue of the Prophetic Observer is available right now. Articles that look at current events in light of Scripture. With a subscription to the Prophetic Observer, you'll be able to keep time on God's prophetic clock. Get your copy of the Prophetic Observer when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. One of the new ways we're connecting with folks is through our e-newsletter. In the e-newsletter, you will find timely updates from our staff, the latest resource offers, and inside information on what is happening behind the scenes here at Watchmen on the Wall. The e-newsletter is free and available to everyone. Sign up to get the e-newsletter sent to your inbox by visiting swrc.com. Author and pastor Greg Patton brings another story of faith and encouragement right now as we join him living in today's world. One of those things that can be extremely difficult is talking to someone else about the Lord Jesus Christ. You pray about it, you get your opportunities, and the Bible says that he that winneth souls is wise, so we're supposed to do that, my friend. Yet again, it can be quite frightening. People just have a really tough time getting around to the subject or talking to someone about the eternal destiny, where they are headed. I had such a situation from a young gal that I had once dated, remained friends through the years, and she came to church a few times, and my goodness, she was very interested in having me talk to her mom and dad about the Lord. I seemed so confident, I guess, in a number of areas. She thought, no problem. I have Greg Patton come over to talk to mom and dad. And this was one of those first experiences. And my goodness, I remember the night before uh, going through various scriptures and someone had introduced me to the Romans road and said, just go to those verses and just walk through them. And I'm practicing. And I remember opening up the Bible and reading a few portions of scripture. And then I remember in my bedroom getting on my knees and all of a sudden it just really hit me what we're doing here. I'm talking to a man and a woman about their eternal destiny and that they need to be saved. I think they went to a Presbyterian church at the time, and according to the daughter, she didn't think they were there, that they'd ever made that decision to trust Christ as Savior. So I'm reading the Bible, but it just overwhelmed me, and I began to cry, and I remember seeing those tears drop on the pages of my Bible, and I thought, can I do this? So often, beloved, you can't. In fact, in reality, anything you can't. You need to make sure that God is on your side in that thing, and you talk to him about that. And I said, Holy Spirit, you've got to guide and direct my very thought. Remember Moses? Open up that mouth. He'll give you the words to say, beloved. So we prayed and prayed some more. The next night it came. My wife and I were both going to go visit him at the home. We just had some small talk. They wanted to know a little bit about me and numbers of things, and somehow we got around to the main issue there. Fred and Doris Stevenson. They're in glory now. As we began to talk, I shared how I had been saved as a disc jockey in Indianapolis, and the daughter here was saved, and one thing led to another, and I said, I just need to ask you to 
do you know today, if you die today, you would go to heaven? And they just kind of looked at one another, and, well, we go to church, and that long list came out, and I said, has there ever been a time that you have trusted Christ as Savior? You've asked him to, to save you, and just kind of a blank stare. And I said, would you mind? I go through a few verses here and share with you. Absolutely not. I couldn't believe <laughs> they were so receptive. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but they were very interested. I did it. I walked through all those verses in the Romans road, got down there to Romans ten thirteen. for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I said, do you understand everything that I've said? And they both nodded in the affirmative. And I said, would you like to do this? Would you like to make sure you're going to go to heaven when you die? And they said, absolutely. I said, would you have any problem? Could we get in hassock right there in the middle of the room? Could we all kneel right here together? And I'm just thanking God and rejoicing. Here are two souls that are going to get saved right now through the power of Almighty God and His precious Word. Sharon and I and this couple and their daughter Sally, we all got down there on our knees, and they each prayed and accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. It was one of the most exciting events in my early walk with the Lord, and it doesn't get any better than that. I can see again why it's such a big deal that you and I talk to others. Not only does that person get to go to heaven, but it does something special in your life when you introduce somebody else to the Lord Jesus Christ. Why not do that or try today? There are a thousand stories as we live in today's world. This has been one. Author and pastor Greg Patton recently spoke at our Denver Prophecy Briefing about the new America. He'll be presenting at our virtual prophecy conference as well. The online conference is on demand, so you can watch when you want, where you want, as often as you want between July 30th and August the 7th. Get your all-access pass to learn from Billy Crone, Todd Friel, Bill Federer, Greg Patton, Bob Cornuke, Larry Spargimino, Michael Smith, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, Dr. Kenneth Hill, and James Collins. Hours and hours of prophecy teaching that you don't want to miss. Summer Prophecy Conference online and on demand. Get your all-access pass today. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com and click on Conferences. You can also register by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. The Resource Center today is featuring the DVD, John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus. In this DVD, Michael Smith presents the most detailed story ever written about the life of John the Baptist. Jesus said in the Bible that John was the greatest man who ever lived. What prompted Jesus to say that? In this DVD, you'll see where John was imprisoned and actual photos of the palace where he was held and executed. Many will be surprised by how much they never knew about this subject. This DVD has been tailored so it can be used in a Sunday school class or a home setting. Order your copy of John the Baptist, Forerunner of Jesus today, for a gift of $20 or more. Get a copy for you, your church, your family, and friends. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. 
And when you visit our website, you'll get access to one of the nation's largest collections of prophecy-related materials, with new items being added almost every day. Resources from Mark Hitchcock, Billy Crone, Ed Heinsen, Noah Hutchings, Tom Horn, and many, many more. SWRC.com. That's SWRC.com. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share our new podcast of this daily program, Watchmen on the Wall. Have a wonderful weekend, my friends, and remember that we're here to help make sense of the nonsense and bring clarity to the world around us. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.